You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Talking to Stops. I'm your host, Connor Livesey. Back with both of my co-hosts tonight, Cole Patterson and Dalton Miller. We are here to talk some Cowboys football with a twist tonight. We're going to talk some college football as well. There's been a lot of discussion around college football and the uncertainty of if, if it will even happen this, uh, this, this coming up fall. So we are going to talk about all of that, how it could impact the NFL, how it could impact the Cowboys, um, and just the whole landscape of the college football and possibly how it can make a big difference with how the NFL could look this year. So uh, before we get started, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good, man. Um, good to be back on the podcast after missing last week. Yeah, man. Uh, these tears don't fall. They crash around me. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm super sad. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm legitimately upset. Um, as everybody knows, I write draft content for – the pro football network um that's like my main job um so it's gonna be an interesting time for me um and it's gonna be really weird to not have football on saturdays if it ends up being no football at all um and the sec and the the big 12 and the acc follow suit um i don't know I don't know what we're going to do, um, but it'll definitely have a, a massive effect on the NFL, and I think you know, that's uh, that's definitely worth talking about. Yeah, and that's going to be our main topic today, um, just how, obviously right now, all we know is the Pac-12 and the Big Ten have canceled their fall sports seasons, and it, so my question for you guys is going to be, uh, you know, we've, we've heard a little bit, we've read a little bit that they're possibly looking to move the fall sports into the spring if the fall sports do get canceled. Do you guys see that being a valuable option for college football, for the, all the fall sports, but in particular the college football season? I, I don't think it's a realistic possibility to have college football move to the spring. Um, I know we've kind of seen some spring leagues here and there professionally. But as far as college goes, it's just so hard on the body for student-athletes. If we're talking about safety and everything, um, and then to just say, hey, play 10-game season in the spring and then a normal season in the fall, or even if it's altered here and there, I just don't think it's very realistic to uh, expect that to happen, especially at the Power 5 level. I know there's some group of five um conferences talking about it maybe maybe if they want to move there permanently but I don't see how you can do that 
have two seasons in a full calendar year, especially if the whole emphasis is player health. Yeah, I agree. Dalton, do you have an opinion on the, the possibility of the seasons being flopped? Yeah, it just it it's not feasible really. It, having the, the kids play two full se- two full seasons in one calendar year, it's just not. Mm-hmm. You can't do it, and, and for the guys, especially going into the NFL draft, it makes zero sense because they they won't be able to to train for the combine and and be able to really regenerate before uh, an NFL camp in the in the summer. And the same thing goes for underclassmen trying to play a fall season. There's just there's not enough time to recover. We're going to have massive injuries all over uh, the NFL with with rookies and and you know in college football. So it's just it no, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. Um, I mean, like I said, so far we've heard um, so far we've heard from the Pac-12 and the Big Ten as far as cancellation goes. We're still waiting to hear from some of these other big conferences as well. Um, but I do want to kind of transition into how this can affect the Cowboys. How can this? How could this affect the NFL? Um, Cole, I'll start with you. You know, let's just say let's just say that college football doesn't happen this year. That we don't see college football um, this fall. How like what? How does that impact the NFL draft? How does that impact? You know, we've heard that the NFL would look to do games on Saturdays, which might actually be kind of cool to get your yeah. football fix in. But how do you see it having the biggest impact on NFL weekends this fall? Yeah, so, I mean, as both of you all do a great job of covering the draft, so that's probably the biggest emphasis is kind of how, um, without college football, how are you going to get a good read on certain prospects? Um, me and Dalton were talking about earlier, just kind of Joe Burrow would have been a day three pick if he didn't get to play last season. Um, Kyler Murray wouldn't have been drafted if he didn't play in 2018. So, I mean, there's always there's numerous examples of players just coming out of nowhere during the college football year and, like, going in the first round um, or boosting their stock to get on people's radar. Maybe they get an invite to the Senior Bowl because of their last season in college. So just from the draft perspective, it's going to be – really it's going to be a crapshoot when it comes to the draft. And as far as the fall goes, without college football, kind of mentioned it, the NFL might play games on Saturday. I do think that would be interesting. Um, I was, I think I read an article earlier just kind of um, detailing if the NFL does do that. Um, would they ever get those TV rights up? Like, I mean, what would happen if the NFL gets a full year of Saturday and Sunday football and all those crazy ratings? Um so that's another – would they ever want to give that up to college football when it comes back? That's another thing to think about. There's just so many things we don't know, and it's kind of kind of crazy to see a lot of it unfolding before our eyes right now, and we're just kind of taking it one day at a time. Don, I want to ask you next. I know college football is a big, big thing in your life. You've already said you've just – you've been distraught over it, but could the NFL playing games on Saturday, could – is there anything that the NFL could do with the college football being canceled that would make you feel any better? Having games on Saturday would be fantastic. And if they can get the, the TV rights for it, I mean, I think it's a phenomenal deal overall. It gives them more eyeballs and allows them to, to make even more money. Um, and just the ha- being able to wake up on a Saturday morning um, and get ready for football at noon or, or 1 o'clock, you know, whenever it starts, you know, in your, your local area is going to be huge for, for people. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think if there's any way that they can get 
NFL football on Saturday. I think that they'll do it. I wish that instead of Thursday night football, even if it's just for this year, they would get rid of that and have, you know, three three games on Saturday, just, just one morning, afternoon, and evening, and then do the, the rest of the games on uh, on Sunday and, you know, have your Monday night football game. Now, how do you think, and Cole touched on the draft a little bit, he mentioned Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, how do you think no football, college football in the fall impacts the NFL draft the most? Um, is it having those guys who need that, you know, the Joe Burrow year that we all talked about last year where he goes from a mid-round pick to a first-round pick based off the the excellent senior season he has? Or is it the guys that just haven't really gotten to burst onto the scene yet, you know, those juniors or, you know, redshirt sophomores who could have a big year and then talk about themselves as a first-round candidate? Yeah, I mean, I actually don't know, and this is going to sound weird, but I think for me the biggest thing – from an NFL standpoint, is going to be because at the end of the day, they're just going to trust the tape and they're going to trust whatever they get um, from whatever type of combine or, or pro day setting we get, and that's just going to kind of be how it is. Now, losing that that final year of of eligibility film is going to be tough, uh, but for me, at the end of the day, I think the biggest difference we're going to see, and the reason why I really wanted to talk about this today, is that I think that we could see um, kind of a, a shift away from the NFL draft, if just for one year, from teams that are contending. Because I think teams that are contending are going to really pick up the phones and start calling teams that are are looking to rebuild this year or even look to tank um, this year and get draft capital. Now, I don't know – like, I think that you'll be able to get guys and you might have to give up a little bit more because of the unknown of the draft. But I think – That's what I – I was going to say, what yeah. is the value of those picks? Do they I, drop I, dramatically, or is it just a slight drop in value? Like, how does that? How do you think that works? Yeah, so I think that the the pick value is going to be less than what it normally is. So if you're looking to get, you know, uh, if for some reason Yannick Ngakwe actually plays for Jacksonville and you want to pick him up at the trade deadline, I don't think you know a, a first round pick alone is going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you'll have to give up more. But with all the unknown and you're already picking towards the end of the first anyways, I don't see, especially once we get to the mid-rounds, because at the end of the day, we, we know who the elite football players are. We know your, your Trevor Lawrence's. We know your Penny Souls um, are going to be up there and they're going to be valuable. But once you get later in the first round and into, you know, day two and day three, it's going to be a total crapshoot. Yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll come back and we're gonna spin this in a Cowboys direction. How college football's uncertainty can have an impact on the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys do have, you know, a new coaching staff with a new scouting department that didn't probably have a ton of say in what the team did this year. The new coaching staff, I mean, uh, we we kind of get a feeling that the scouts had a heavy influence on the Cowboys draft. So. Maybe we're going to get lucky two years in a row and we're going to have the Cowboys scouting department be able to sit back, do their jobs. But we're going to talk about all of that in a second when we come back. Uh, We are talking the star. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we're back on the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter, at ConnorNFLDraft. And then I'm here with Cole Patterson and Dalton Miller. Go ahead and follow those guys on Twitter as well, at Cole L. Patterson and at Dalton B. Miller. Appreciate all the listeners who come in every week. Hit that subscribe button. Listen to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate that a ton. Make sure you go to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed on whatever podcast network you're using and subscribe to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed. Uh, there are so many good voices. Uh, Roy White, Ari Temkin, RJ Ochoa, uh, the... Uh, Meg Murray. I mean, there's tons of voices on the podcast right now that you can hear from. Um, there's too many to list. I, I forget how many podcasts we have going on right now because there's so many. So just do yourself a favor. Go on there, click, click subscribe, and listen to all of them so we can all give you all of our opinions, all of our right and great opinions on the Dallas Cowboys of football in general. Uh, but let's dive back into the college football um, uncertainty that's going on right now. Uh, we've seen two conferences cancel their football seasons for the fall. Uh, we have a few more that are looking to follow suit here soon. Um, so it's kind of all up in the air right now. We're not really sure what's going to happen, but it doesn't look promising is kind of, I think, the direction we're heading. Um, Cole, I wanted to ask you, we talked with Dalton a little bit before the break about the draft and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you how this is going to impact the Cowboys come draft time, but from that perspective that we left break on, is the coaching staff going to get is involved? Is they you know because again the scouting is a year round job. You're scouting yeah. year round. The coaches aren't going to be as familiar with some of these prospects if they don't play like they normally would be. So you're then relying on that scouting department more again in 2021, similar to how you did in 2020. Do you mm-hmm. think that that could be a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I mean, I do think the Cowboys have really good talent evaluators. I think Will McClay and all of them do a very good job. Um, so I think you do have do have to trust them. But it is going to be um, very interesting to see how they do without a season. Um, I know we didn't get the pro days and all that for the 2020 draft, and that kind of threw some people in a loop. But having no film at all potentially would be pretty crazy just to see, uh, I guess, to uh, show who – the really good evaluators are separate them from the people who don't know how to watch film or don't know what to look for, all that kind of stuff. For the Cowboys, I don't know. You made a good point with the coaching staff. Are they going to want to trust the uh, scouts in the front office and all of that um, for a whole year? Or they, I mean, if you put yourself in the Cowboys shoes, Mike McCarthy, you have a roster that many feel like you should be able to win with almost immediately. You have a really good quarterback. You have tons of weapons on offense you have everything you really need on that side of the ball and defense I mean they could take a step back obviously you lose Byron Jones 
you lose Robert Quinn, but you potentially get a healthy Leighton Van Der Esch. You, may, you might get a bounce-back year from Jalen Smith. Those kind of things. So you don't know what you're going to get from Alden Smith. So if they feel like they're a piece or two away from truly contending for a Super Bowl, I can see where Dalton was saying. Maybe they do make a move for a big-time player that's on the market. Maybe they are willing to trade um, some premium uh, picks like they did with Amari Cooper. I mean, it's just something that you do have to watch for. I You guys kind of talked about it earlier. What's the true value in the draft picks? Are you going to have to give up a little bit more because of the um, uncertainty with the draft? Or are teams just going to be willing to rebuild and trust their own scouting departments? I do think it is a, one of the big storylines we have to watch, especially if the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 don't play. Dalton, are we going to get another year of Yacht Jerry with uh, the coaching staff <laughs> just not having as much say in the draft? I don't feel comfortable right now saying anything about Jerry Jones because I haven't seen Jerry Jones or heard from Jerry Jones in months. So I'm not going to go out there and say we're going to see him at all. Um, just because we haven't recently, and with everything that's happened in the NFL recently, how has the most powerful man in football been silent through the, all of it? Yeah. I will say, and again, never Good want point. to do this on the show, but I'm not, spe- I'm, and I'm not speculating. I'm, I'm just literally not talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I just don't feel comfortable with talking about the man right now. I could be totally wrong about this, and you know, again. I think the political state of the world right now has Jerry being smartly quiet as well. Because I hope I hope that's the case. Yeah. I hope that's the case. I mean, I, I could be totally wrong, and again, this is speculation on my end, but I feel like if something was wrong with, like, a health thing, just feel with this, how big he is, we would probably – I'm assuming that might be what you're hinting at. Not, not hitting. No, no, I mean, I just think that I, I think that it's weird that he didn't speak at all throughout the entire Dak Prescott negotiations at all. Yeah. Didn't talk. Let Stephen handle all of that. The franchise quarterback doesn't make sense to me. It's not Jerry Jones. So I don't even want to make. I would normally make a joke about Stephen having Jerry wrapped up in a closet yeah, somewhere, taking yeah, it, but I feel like we, we shouldn't make that joke right now. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think that Yacht Jerry um, and the the scouting department and, and the coaching staff, I think Mike McCarthy is, is going to just allow that scouting department to do what it does um, and, and maybe just say, hey, uh, these are the kind of guys that I want that fit this system or, or you know, Maurice Linguist um, and, you know, Mike Nolan and those guys in the defensive side of the ball because that's really where we'll be looking in the draft most likely. Um, just say, hey, like, these are the kind of guys that, that we'd like. Um, but at the end of the day, they're just going to want to coach good football players, so I think that it'll be all right. Yeah, and it's, you know, kind of getting a little bit off topic here, but I think that that's what a big difference between this coaching staff and the previous coaching staffs are, is that this coaching staff doesn't seem to be too set in their ways as far as the type of players they like and who they have to have. They kind of just want what we've heard from Mike McCarthy over the last couple of weeks is we just want football players that we're going to be able to put on the field, you know, that can be productive and that we can coach coach up. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a crazy, crazy couple of weeks coming down with, with sports. Um you know, making these big decisions. It's NCAA is obviously a billion-dollar 
company, so they are probably losing their minds right now with some of these conferences, um, you know, backing out. They feel like they're they're getting their uh, they're getting they're seeing what the the flip side of things are because they're normally the ones taking all the money and not having to make any sort of tough adjustments or anything. So it's and, um, it, and it sucks for the schools too because oh, yeah. the schools yeah. are, are going to be losing, well, especially the the top top schools. I mean, Ohio State, Penn State, like those schools are going to lose, you know, two hundred million dollars, right? Yeah. yeah, just from just from football. And and what what mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand is that that money doesn't just go to football. That money is how you yeah. get your new library, your new right. gym, your 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 laboratories. Like that is where all that comes from. And I think that mm-hmm. we need to realize how big of an impact college football has on the monetary side of things, the financial side of things at these college campuses and these college towns. Yeah, and, you know, even yeah. going deeper than Good that, point. you know, the crazy thing, you know, like I said, going deeper than that, like the other issue is, is like think of how you talked about the college towns. Like think of all the businesses that stay open yeah. because of college football. Exactly. Like all the bars yeah. and you yep. know, restaurants in these college towns that normally don't get much traffic until exactly. college football comes around. Like, it's crazy how just big of an impact college football or no college football, I should say, could have, you know, on these these towns, these cities, these schools in general. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a really big deal that I still don't think a lot of people, like, get. Yeah. All right, so update from the ACC breaking. Uh, ACC will continue to make decisions based on medical advice inclusive. Uh of our medical advisory group, local and state health guidelines, and do so in a way that is appropriately concise with our university's academic missions, uh, safety of our students, staff, and they're not going to make any decisions right now, pretty much. They're going to stay flexible and figure all of it out when they absolutely have to figure it out. I don't know. I, I don't know why <laughs> they made this decision on August 10th yeah, it or August make, 11th. It doesn't make it sense, sense to me. sense to me, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's all we have for today. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, this is going to come out on Wednesday. This is being recorded on Tuesday, so you might have heard that breaking news that Dalton just dropped. But if you didn't, you just got it, and that's why you listen to this podcast to hear just breaking college football <laughs> news because that's all we have. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're, hey, we're going to have camp. We Start are going to training we camp can't. is kicking yeah. off this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much we're going to get from training camp because it could just be absolutely no coverage of it. <laughs> But we're going to see what happens. Quarantine yeah. camp. And it'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be all right. It'll yeah. be better than what we've had the last four or five months. Or yeah, for sure. Stuff has been. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it, and we'll be back next week with a camp review of the Talking the Star podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Talking the Star. to do, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, 
and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.